Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence that has been in your house all day. We thank you, Lord, for what you have already done in our midst. And God, we give you thanks for what is about to come forth through the word, through these submitted vessels. God, I pray your anointing rest upon each one of them. I pray, God, that the spirit of our bishop rest upon them. And I pray, God, that they would deliver your word as you have given it to them in power and authority, God, in wisdom and boldness and love. In your precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands as you're seated. I really did not think I was going to be up here this soon. Uh, like she said, she asked us last week, and somehow she used my wife to bait me in. But uh, before I forget, Bishop, in your absence, sir, I honor you. Couldn't be up here doing what we do without our shepherd. I honor you, sir. Y'all can be seated. Y'all bear with me this morning. I switched from Apple to Android and learned how to work it. Worst time to figure it out. iPhone still wins, but the tablet, it goes to Samsung. But uh, so y'all bear with me because I'm trying to figure this out. And uh, we're going to see what the Lord does. Uh, Brother Carlos, can we give Brother Carlos a hand? Rocking it up there. If you can put up there Judges 8 and verse 4. It says, and Gideon came to Jordan and passed over he and the 300 men that were there with him, faint yet pursuing them. If you could put it in uh, New King James, and that's fine, just leave it up there. And a lot of y'all know, this is a, a well-known story uh, of Gideon. And I've read this story many times, and... Uh, was reading over it. Uh, I had some other things happening in life, and uh, that I needed to to fleece the Lord on. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reread this and see what Gideon did exactly. And I was reading through this story. I came upon this verse, and I again, I've read this over and over, and I feel like maybe I just missed this, or it just didn't stand out to me. But I felt like the Lord highlighted exhausted, but still in pursuit. And church family, maybe it's just because of what I've been fighting and going through. But exhausted, but still in pursuit. All right, Lord, <laughs> I guess that's what it's meant to be. 
I feel like I'm not the only one in here that may feel a little exhausted or tired or worn out. But in this passage, just a few books before, not books, uh, chapters before this, thank you. Gideon was given a promise. He was given a promise that he was going to bring Israel or the Israelites out of the hand of the Midianites. He had a promise put in front of him. And I know many of y'all in here have promises that God has given you that have been spoken. And sometimes it seems that that promise may never come to pass. But I'm telling you this morning, you need to keep pursuing, keep pushing towards that promise. Because as soon as you stop, it's harder to get back going. But if I have to limp my way and slowly just keep going after what God's promises are in my life, I'm going to limp my way there. Because I know if I stop, it's harder for me to get back going. And in this story, Gideon has the promises placed before him. And sometimes I think we get this misconception that promises are meant to be easy. I will say I'm sure there are some promises that the Lord will bring to pass, and it seems like there was no work involved. And if you get one of those, you're lucky. Because they're not all like that. But Gideon had that promise. As soon as he got that promise, the first thing the Lord told him, he gave him direction. And he said, I want you to go down and tear down an altar. I think uh, Judges, Judges 6. Give me a second here. Let me find it. I take, I take back my statement. Apple wins. Samsung is terrible. The, uh, give me a second, church. Let me find this here. Um, the Lord, for time's sake, the Lord gives him direction, says, hey, go tear down the altar of Baal uh, near your father's house. Take a bull, take two bulls, one to pull it down and one to sacrifice. And so I was reading through this again and I felt like the Lord said, he had a promise. But at the same time, there was things in his life that he had to go and tear down that couldn't stand because it was on the way to his promise. There was a sacrifice that had to be made. Now, <laughs> I'm not telling y'all to go get a bull and sacrifice a bull because that's, you know, that's not going to happen. But in our walk with God, there, there's things that we're going to have to lay down, give up if we want that promise. And as we go forward, chapter 7, Gideon goes through some battles. Church, we're going to have to battle. There's no doubt about it. As you're going forth, the enemy's going to try to stop you and try and put things to block you from your promise. Because if he can do that, you start to doubt. You start having your mind, maybe I heard this wrong. Maybe that's not for me. But church, you have to battle. 
And you have to fight for what you want and the promises that God has given you. It took a lot for me to be up here today. Um, I was talking with Sister Moreno, um, and uh, it just seems like the Lord knows when to give you more, and uh, it's not necessarily convenient. And it took everything in me to tell Pastor Ruth, Pastor Ruth, I can't do it. And after hearing her preach this morning, I would have sat there, and I would have been so convicted had I done it. And I had the excuses to do it. But the Lord wouldn't let me. And we fought throughout the week. My wife got sick in the middle of moving. But I had to keep fighting. Because there's bigger promises ahead of me. And that doesn't go just for me, church. There's promises in here all over this sanctuary. And I know I can feel that exhaustion. But I'm here to tell you, to be a a reminder to you, keep pushing. Stay in pursuit of what God has for you. Like I said, even if you have to crawl towards it, At a snail's pace, keep pushing, keep moving forward. I believe if I would have backed out of being up here today, it would have been a downward spiral. It would have stunted my growth. And that's why my wife, the Lord, wouldn't let me, and my wife wouldn't let me. And I'm grateful. I'm going to read it one more time. I'm coming to a close. Brother Carlos, if you can put it back up there. We're going to take a moment just in between here. Pastor, or Brother Sanders, oh my gosh, tongue-tied, Pastor Salazar, sorry, he can come up here in just a moment, but church, right now, if you're feeling a little weary, a little exhausted, even if it, it could be physically, emotionally, spiritually exhausted, just for a few moments, I want you to stand And we're just going to reach out to God just for a few moments. Lord, it was simple, God. But Lord, you see your people, God, in this place. And Lord, I'm asking, Lord, that you give strength. You pour out strength on your people, God. Lord, those promises that seem far off, God. Lord, you allow them to see a glimpse of it, God, and keep pushing. Lord, strengthen them, God. Thank you, God. For those of y'all that are feeling a little weary, exhausted, there is a promise in the word. And I'll leave you with this. It says, Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. 
that is a promise this morning. And I pray that all of y'all feel rested and that this exhaustion will leave and we'll start to see promises come to pass. And I believe it wholeheartedly. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, church.